Thank you, Mioshin. So, I'd like to speak about the practice of insight meditation and the, the orientation that we will be inviting you to take with this and then give some specific instructions for beginning the practice and establishing ourselves in the meditation form. Insight meditation is essentially the art of being awake, understanding what it means to be fully conscious, to be present, to inhabit our life, our mind, our body, our heart, with a kind-hearted, clear and curious attentiveness, to include that remarkable capacity we have for simply knowing what's happening, for being aware of our actual experience as it is happening, to include that as the, the primary area of interest, as the primary orientation in meditation practice, in what we're doing when we say we are meditating. And the word is a translation from as we use it here, is a translation from a word the Buddha used, bhavana. And what bhavana translates at, more literally, I would say, is cultivation. It's to do with a sense of development, of giving support to the growing and the development of something wholesome, something beneficial. And so we can talk about cultivating insight, cultivating loving-kindness, cultivating many qualities indeed through the way in which we practice, the way in which we engage. Sometimes and <clears throat> easily and often we have the sense that meditation means concentration, i.e. that we should be able to make our mind be steady and still and unwaveringly fixed upon a chosen point. And this is a very beneficial and useful element of what we can cultivate, but it is not to my mind, what meditation is. It's an element of it, and not necessarily always the most important one to focus on, though clearly it has an immense value, and we'll speak more about it. But <clears throat> with regard to this, what I think is really important, what is really helpful to understand, that meditation is not so much about what we are paying attention to, but how we are paying attention to. It's not so much the experience that we're in contact with, but how we are engaging with it, how we are receiving it, how we are responding to it. And the, the process, the journey of meditation is one of very much coming to understand, to see directly and experientially for ourselves how that takes place and what's possible in that process to see how much of what takes place, at least initially, and not just initially, how much of what takes place is often quite unconscious. And yet, in being consciously aware of what takes place, we have the opportunity to become conscious of how we respond. And in that conscious awareness, in that mindfulness and being present with our experience, there is immense possibility and potential for transformation. 
So meditation is more an orientation that we take, a stance we establish ourselves in as a way of meeting, receiving and responding to the unfolding of our life as it is happening right here and now. And in acknowledging that or in naming that, what's also very clear is that much of the time for most of us, at least when we're not actively engaged in meditation practice, much of the time we're lost in unconscious patterns of thinking and reactivity, distractedness and uh, forms of sort of mental fabrication, we could call fantasy, sometimes we call it planning, (laughs) that engage much of our energy and aren't necessarily that real or relevant to the well-being of our hearts, our minds, our lives. Now, it's not just when we're not meditating that we find ourselves encountering and at times lost in these patterns and habits. And so a primary orientation in the meditation is to recognize the degree to which and what's actually happening when we are disconnected, when we are lost, when we are not actually aware of what's happening when we're not conscious of this remarkable capacity we have. It's quite incredible and inexplicable that we can just know that something, anything, is taking place. How that happens, science certainly hasn't explained it, and religion hasn't really done that much better. But it does happen. It's happening right now. Hopefully, mostly of what you're aware of right now is Maybe what I'm saying and maybe some of your sense of your body sitting here. That's what my attention is with. My body and what I'm saying. Hopefully we're aware of that. And just how amazing. It's happening like this. So easily we can take it for granted. And so one element of the the meditative orientation is to not take it for granted this remarkable capacity we have, but to treasure it, to cultivate it, to develop and strengthen it. Because this capacity we have for mindfulness, for being consciously present, for being aware, the awareness itself that just arises into each moment, revealing what is taking place, to really be interested in, this, to abide so far as we're able in this and with this as our primary reference. And in engaging in this practice, what we will also notice is that the tendency of the mind is to want to move to other things. The patterns and habits of our lives don't go away just because we sit down in meditation and make the intention to be here, to live in the immediacy of our life. The pull of the past and all the things that we wish were different and equally all the things we wish had continued and equally the pull of the future, all those things we hope may come to bear and all those things we really hope do not take place in the future. Seems very compelling, so compelling that we can live our lives lost in those realms. So there's an inner commitment that's asked of us in this practice 
to let go of our fascination with what's not actually here right now. To let go of the past, to let go of the future. That doesn't mean they disappear. That doesn't mean that we've done something wrong if they should turn up in our minds, in our thoughts, in our emotional life. But that so far as we realize that we're there, we notice what's happening, we have the intention to let go. And so the primary orientation of insight meditation practice, vipassana, as we speak of it in the Pali, the language the Buddha's teachings were recorded in, the primary orientation of this practice is towards knowing consciously what's here, being mindful and aware of our actual experience, noticing both the experience itself and often the way in which we form relationships to it, of wanting, desiring, hoping for, of resisting, contesting, struggling or being in conflict with, or at times being somewhat disinterested in what's taking place. Here it's all of interest, equally so. And within this range and field of experience that we're encountering, for most of us in beginning meditation practice or in beginning a period of sustained meditation such as a retreat, it's not that easy or even possible to simply open up and know and be aware of it all. We tend to get pulled into stories, into reactivities, into very long and well-established grooves in the mind that we have for maybe most of our lives unquestioningly followed. And so we need to establish a certain capacity, a certain stability, a certain strength, we could say, of mind to be able to ground our attention where we are. And to do this, it's really helpful, it's really beneficial to simplify the frame of experience that we're giving attention to. And what I mean by that is not that we're asked to exclude elements of our experience from the meditation, but that we consciously choose to bring the focus and the orientation to some very specific element or elements and begin to establish and sustain our attention there. So... In the meditation, in the practice, as we'll be developing it over these days, the initial invitation is to bring your attention into your body, to feel the actual experience of your physicality, of what it's like to know that you're here. Because it is essentially our body that tells us that we're here. The mind can be anywhere and uh, seems to depart for places far distant with at times alarming enthusiasm. And if you're not familiar with that uh, experience having arrived here, you'll probably have the opportunity to check out whether that's so. So coming to feel our body, the sense of our physical experience. We can talk about the body, we can talk about my body or our body without having to take an absolute position on who actually owns this physical organism and structure that we're inhabiting here. 
That may be a question we return to, but for now it's just the body, this one, the warm, soft, or maybe cool, tight, hard. However you experience it, it's sitting here. And the primary activity of the body at the moment is the fact of its posture, sitting as you are, and the experience of breathing that's taking place within your body. And these two primary elements are very helpful as a place to bring your attention, to turn the awareness to the simple knowing of this. Ah, body, sitting, breathing. Because that's what it's doing. There's nothing we need to do to make that happen. It can be useful to give some attention to posture and how to sit in a way that's supportive, and I'll say a little more in a moment about that. But initially, just noticing what it's like to turn your attention into your body. Whether you're doing this for the hundred thousandth time or just the very first time today. Just here. And noticing what it's like to feel your body. The way the weight of your body rests on the earth. The gentle pressure exerted through the buttocks, the knees, the feet, onto the cushion, the mat, the floor, the seat of the chair or bench that you're using. Just sensing what that's like. Maybe a sense of warmth or coolness, may feel hard, maybe comfortable, maybe not comfortable. But that kind of earthy quality, weightiness, as gravity exerts its pull upon the body, draws it to the earth. And from that, just noticing also the upright extension of your body, how resting on the earth, the body can rise up from the the pelvis, the torso, extended upwards in in a firm and yet not rigid way. So there's a certain intentionality to sitting upright. You can just notice what that's like. If you're not used to this kind of sitting meditation, it can just be useful to take a few moments to let your body move gently forwards and back on your pelvis, just noticing where the center point is. So you're not too far forward, not tipping forward, but nor somehow leaning back, not too laid back. You don't have to get it perfectly in the middle, but just finding approximately where it feels balanced. And you might even just notice if there's any tendency to lean to the left, or the right. Some of us do that habitually. And not that any of these things are wrong or bad, but in the meditation it's supportive for the body to be at ease. And it can be mostly at ease when it's in balance. When the posture is being supported by the core muscles of the interior physicality, not being sort of held by the the arms and the shoulders and places that really need to hold our posture. So a sense of uprightness gives space in the belly and allows the chest to to move. And having just felt into, sensed a little, that quality of uprightness, expressing a certain alertness and intentionality. This isn't an accident that we're here at least not in the terms that I'm speaking of now. We might not quite know exactly how it all happened, but 
There's something very intentional about our bringing ourselves into this position. And then, as that feels established in you, relaxing, becoming consciously aware of the ways and the places in which you may be holding tension, tightness, rigidity, making an unnecessary kind of effort, and really inviting, allowing that tension, that contraction, that efforting to drop away. Just allowing yourself to be at ease here. So often we come to any activity, and meditation no exception, with something of an agenda, something of an expectation as to what we should achieve, or how we should perform, or how good we'd like to look, or whatever it might be, or how good we'd like to feel. And as a really immense gift to yourself, you could just allow your experience to be as it is. To have the really conscious invitation to yourself to let your life express itself. Rather than try and impose upon it an idea or a shape of how you think it should be right now. So there's a really a giving, a very generous and kindly allowing that we extend within the framework of the intention that we're establishing in terms of our posture, to be grounded, upright and at ease, relaxed, and equally in terms of our inner orientation, the meditative stance, we could say, in which we're concerned and interested in the immediacy of this life as it unfolds right here. And making the conscious choice to bring our attention into the body. Bring our attention to be in contact with the breath. And not needing to fix or focus the breath in any particular way not needing to have any specific or particular breathing experience. However the breath is, let it be. However you experience in your body this thing we call breathing, let it just be the way it is. Maybe long or short, rough or smooth, deep or shallow. That's fine but knowing it is so. And equally, being aware of the fact that we are knowing it, this, this knowing, this awareness, this conscious aliveness is being revealed in the very encounter that's taking place. And the fact that this breath, or in fact anything at all, is being known, tells us about the experience of breathing, and that equally reveals the experience of the knowing, the consciousness of life, expressing itself in this way, in this moment. And as you Allow your attention to rest in the experience 
of your body sitting, your body breathing, just feeling the ripple and flow of experience that takes place in the movement of breath in the body. At times, you'll notice your attention is drawn away to other experiences and to not in any way make a problem of that. Not setting somehow the breathing or the body up as a, an end goal which we somehow have to sustain or maintain our attention upon. But thinking it more as a home base or a ground that we can keep returning to that's always there for us. It's always right here <coughs> and available. <coughs> so, when sounds arise or sensations elsewhere in the body, just noticing them, not making a problem. Just acknowledge the experiences that come and go. If thoughts or images arise in the mind or processes of emotion and feeling coming into consciousness. Again, for now, just to simply acknowledge them without having to pick them up and make something of them, nor needing in any way to reject them or to conceive or believe that their arising is somehow a problem or evidence of any kind of failure or lack of appropriate meditative practice. Mind thinks and feels, heart feels and senses, body sits and breathes. For now we're just choosing to give our primary attention to this experience of sitting, breathing, and the knowing of that. As we go through the days we will speak about including all the elements of our experience as fully and with as much care as we include the body and the breathing. But for now, keeping it simple. Just one breath at a time. Just one moment at a time. Not thinking or imagining, visualizing the experience of your body breathing, but feeling it directly. as it is revealed, moment by moment. Letting go of any need to get somewhere, to produce any result. Not needing to become a great meditator here. Just in this moment, in each moment. Meeting, receiving. Being open to what is right here, right now.
not needing to analyze, not needing to criticize, not needing to evaluate your experience or your meditation. Again and again, just reconnecting. This body, sitting, breathing, just as it is. Simply mindful, aware, knowing this moment by moment, just as you are. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.